Well, the, the, the point of all of this is, is along those lines. The point of this is the second you start to question where you're at is the second you need to question you, you need, where you're yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. So if you're looking around yourself and you're, and you're seeing the world just go to complete shit or you're thinking, why are the idiots taking over the world? You found yourself at the right place. This is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. I am Dr. Tony Dufresne, one of your hosts, along with the lovely Lexi Rodriguez. Hey, Lex. What up? And I would like to say that if you feel yourself surrounded by idiots, fucking get out of that space. Rise above, right? Rise above. Rise above, but also you have control to move to an area where you feel more like you're with your tribe. You do. And and that's the whole and that's the entire point of the show, isn't it? <laughs> oh, we're done. <laughs> cool. Thanks so, for listening, thanks everybody. For listening, iTunes, everybody. SoundCloud, right. Stitcher, <laughs> I love these short shows. Isn't that great? <laughs> it's too bad we don't do more of them. So say most of the people that listen. So uh so today's gonna be a little bit different because I just got back from a week long uh trip and uh I thought that this would be a really cool opportunity because Alex sent me a topic for today. <laughs> My and topic, in, I, I wanted to paint yeah, the yeah, picture. But, but before, but be, <laughs> hold on. But before uh, she says anything about it, I, I, she sent me the topic. Usually, what happens is we kind of go back and forth, and we go and we go through some notes and this and that. I didn't do shit this time. I got the topic. I liked it. So uh, this is going to be almost like the pre-show talk. To where we just go through the because usually the pre-show talks better than the show. Yeah, totally. We'll and be like, we, fuck, and, why and didn't it's kind we of right record the top that? Of the, yeah, we always do that. We always do that. Why do we? So, uh, so tell tell everybody what the uh, so, so thank you for uh, joining us and tell everybody what the what the show is going to be about today. So I don't know what we're gonna um, title the show because we always have to go through that as well. But I was thinking the other day, like, when do you know you're at the give a fuck stage in your life, not just in a relationship, in your life? to be in a relationship because my main thing is if you're going to come into a relationship um, where someone else's feelings and emotions and actions are involved then you better give a fuck but not many people do nor they should it is just it is a responsibility to give a fuck about another person but are you ready to so, you so that's saying? what you're talking about. So, so the give a fuck thing is to when it gets, it turns from being almost a casual thing if you want to define it yeah, like that. Yeah, and almost that's almost a casual, totally fine. like an ex- exploring type of a thing into the wow, this person is actually an important part of my life now. And it's but, and but we, this is kind of where I wanted to go with it. A serious relationship is that is that what you're talking about? Yeah, kind of. But I that that has something to do with it. But what I was thinking was kind of more. Um, relative to who you are as an individual and what place you are in your life. It has nothing to do with the person because a lot of people think that when they should start giving a fuck is because they care. Um, they, they care so much about this person and that person makes mm-hmm. them give a fuck. This is my point when it comes to that is I can meet anyone that is going to make me have certain feelings for them. But that doesn't mean that I'm at the point in my life where timing is right for me to truly give a fuck about that relationship kind of more than other things going on in my life. I could always give a fuck about someone on an emotional level. Of course I can. If I like you, I like you. I'm into it. But the moment something gets weird 
and I don't give a fuck, I'm out the door. The give a fuck stage mm. is when it starts to affect your actions throughout life and your daily routine is when you start to actually give a fuck. And that has to do with maturity and if you're ready to have the responsibility of a relationship. It has nothing to do if you if it has nothing to do with if you want to have a relationship with this particular person. Do you kind of follow me? No, 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 no. So what you're saying is this. I I, I think I'm following, but I want to throw this at, at you. Let's say you get into a relationship and let's using relationships as the as the situation here. Right. And there, uh, and, and you got a lot of stuff going on or in your jobs. life. We Hopefully, can use jobs no, too, I'm, but... no, just just relationship for now for, okay. for this for this scenario. So let's okay. let's say you do, and you first meet somebody, and let's say you've got uh, nine things ahead of it that are more important in your life. You know, your job, right. your family, whatever, your dog, whatever. So as you get to to know this person, they start rising through the priority scale, and they start maybe they're number three or number four or whatever. Uh, and then they get up to the point where they're in the top, let's say, and they're in the top two. Is yeah. that is that what you're talking about in terms of like no. that? That's when you should start giving a fuck about. No, no. You know, this is what I'm. Let me let me use the job as an example. Is like if I'm 22 and I get my dream job, it doesn't matter because at 22 the timing in my life at that moment, I'm not ready to have my dream job. I'm not ready to have the responsibility that someone. Um, should have to make your dream job your main priority. It's it's a perfect um, example with a relationship too, is if I'm 22 and I meet the dude of my dreams who I'm like, this is it. Like this is the person I should be with. If at 22, I'm not ready for that responsibility, then that relationship isn't going to work. So this is my example. I'm 29 now. I've casually dated for whatever, Half of my life, twenty nine years since I was an infant child. Twenty years been... of casual dating. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I've dated, I've met a couple guys that were dope and great and beautiful humans. But the breakups, and this is why some people call me a sociopath. The breakups never really like knocked me on my ass. But it's because I didn't give a fuck. So I don't think. I, I think I have yet to hit the give a fuck stage about another. Sorry, we're saying fuck so much. We cannot let kids listen to this. Well, show. yeah, but, but, but they never do it. They already know that. They, they, uh, they, <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but you're talking about two different things. You're talking about the, the, the possibilities that you just, you haven't, you haven't emotionally matured to where you're ready for a no. mature relationship. No, no, no. I, I'm I ready. Know. This is I the thing don't, is, I don't no, no. know. I don't. I'm okay, that's sure. not what I'm saying. <laughs> See, this is why we should have talked. No, about no, this, this is why we do the show this way because because this, I'm this saying happens a that lot. You're right. I guess I just had a birthday, and I feel like I have, um, like mentally sat back and looked retrospectively on my life and how I have always made relationships the last priority in my life, and the question and you know to why, myself. Though? The question to myself was, damn, when am I going to start really putting a, a relationship in the front line of everything else in my life? I don't yeah, but know. Do you, but do you need to? Like that, that's, the, that's the question. No, I don't need to. But, but I, yeah, And that's, again, that's a social construct because a lot of people think that they, that, okay, well, first you, you know, you do this and you do this and you get a boyfriend and then you, you know that, blah, 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 blah. and it's all this linear thing based upon the social construct, right? There's a lot well, of people out like there that, that, to... that, that they don't they don't have to be with somebody all the time. 
That's just right. that's just the way that it is. And it's and and instead of just being true to who that who they are and, and and going along with that, they feel they don't feel good because they feel as though they have they should or have to be with somebody because uh, they're getting pressure from the outside and from people around them that they have to do something that they don't really right. feel comfortable in doing, whether it be just who they are from a true self perspective or, or whether it be from the fact that they're they're just not ready because they're very protective because of, you know, ego issues at at that time right. and they haven't matured into being open enough to start a really serious relationship. And I don't so, think it necessarily has to be ego issues though, because I think that it could also be like everything's going good, you're smooth, you're sailing, you're happy, you're around dope people. Um you haven't you haven't had space in your routine or space in your thoughts that were relationship forward, you know, like yeah, they well, were all that, like work forward, friendship forward. Right. Yeah. In <laughs> oh, terms of just being your name. Yeah. But clearly, <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. That in terms of just being on your own path, because right. that's the one thing that we talk about all the time is that everybody's path is different and it, the tempo is different and the timing is different. And sometimes you get married, you know, or you find the, the love of your life when you're 20 and you have kids. And sometimes you're 45 and you don't, and you're just, and you find people and you just, it's just, it's so different for so many people. And it's a matter of understanding that you don't have to conform to one particular thing in order right. to really be authentic to who you are. Totally. And that's the one thing that I think that we're talking about. So when in circling back to the giving a fuck thing, what specifically are you talking? Are you talking about the realization in within yourself? Um, no, I'm talking about that. If I'm in a relationship and it doesn't work out, when am, when am I going to like be like, fuck that sucks. I really gave a fuck about Mm -hmm. that relationship because up until now, not to throw any of my exes under the bus, I hate that. But up until, until now, it's like, I've always been able to accept it. And I've never been at that stage where I'm like, yo, don't come out in this relationship and fuck my shit up because my shit is smooth sailing. You know what I mean? I, I think that I've, I've always been good with um, with kind of the messy direction that my life was flowing. And I think now as I get older, things are flowing in more of a neat and tidy way that mm-hmm. if someone hops in and throws it off, I'm going to start to give a fuck because right. now you're yeah. fucking with my future. Right. But just, just but but understand that just just because you're OK with things ending and you're going with the flow and you have that perspective doesn't diminish the value of that relationship and that person at all. Well, obviously it, give it's a all, fuck is a little aggressive. No, 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 no. no. I'm, 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 yeah. And, and I'm not looking at that as, as the, as the descriptor. I'm just saying in terms of you being okay with process, because a lot of people, they get in their own shit, you know, they're, they're eating their, they're eating their pints of ice cream and sitting there watching love actually five times in a row. And they just get, t- they just, they just, just unravel. Those people should when, when, when something. Well, but but you that's know. the whole thing. But it's, but it's a matter of saying, well, if I don't do that, and if I just go, okay, well, it's you know, we had a good time, and say la vie, and everything happens for a reason, and blah blah blah. I don't think that's a bad thing. I just think that's one of right. those things where where it's just it's part of process. And I know for a fact because I know you that anytime that happens, it it doesn't diminish the value of what the experience was with that person, which was which is the relationship that you create. Between both of you, nor does it diminish any value of the person themselves and the experiences that you had with them. 
Right. You're right. A hundred percent. So I guess what I want to um, explore for our listeners is what feelings should you feel? What intuition should you feel? I kind of want them to go with more of the quote that social social influence shouldn't be what you listen to. It should be your intuitive influence. And that should be a hundred percent when it comes to everything. But in this particular show, it should be um, relationships or even we can bring jobs into this. It's not social influence. You shouldn't say I need a salary job at 35 because all my friends do. And my mom says I need health insurance and all this shit is rolling on, you know, on in my head. It, and so you get the shittiest job you can get just because you have a 401k. It should be intuitive influence. Like this job doesn't feel right. This startup feels right. I'm going to roll into that because you know how many things didn't feel right that I passed up in the past because I knew that the right thing to do was the way was what made me feel good and confident because when you feel confident whether it's about a job or a relationship you're already halfway there when you go into a job and you're tripping on what you're going to be doing for 40 hours a week you're fucking digging yourself out of a hole this is a core issue this this isn't uh, just about you know particular relationships or even job. This is a core issue about trusting yourself, and and trusting the fact that you actually listen to your listening to your true inner voice instead of like an ego voice saying that you know you should eject because you're because it's too much for you or it's an imposter syndrome thing. This is this is a core issue that a lot of people come to us and they go to therapy for is is that you come up against something and you say. You're trying to gauge its value and you're thinking, okay, is this, is this the thing I'm supposed to do? Is this the one in terms of the right. person? Right. Is this the job that I should continue on? And, and the hardest part about that is, is that every single aspect of life has, it's like a penny. And I give my clients a penny every single time the first time I see them. Or if I, if I do a Skype, I, you know, give them a virtual penny. A penny is life. And basically, it's got a heads and a tails. You can choose to to look at one side or the other, but any aspect of life is going to have the positives and the negatives to it. Mm-hmm. And you get yourself in a position where you find yourself kind of down the road a little bit, like in a job, for instance, and you think that this is a really cool job, and or at least I can learn a little bit. And then you kind of think, well, geez, is it time to eject? Is it time to find a new job? Is it time? This, these are dilemmas that people have every day. Because right. they get into something and they they think, well, but am usually I, am these I being... people that have these dilemmas every day, re fucking treat away from dealing with them because well, they're they're good. so aggressive. That well, that the the point of all of this is is along those lines. The point of this is the second you start to question where you're at is the second you need to question you, you need, where you're yeah, at. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because that's the key. The key is is that y- your ego can take over and it can keep you in a job that keeps you in a comfortable position because you are a sca- you're scared of uh, of uh, failure or success or it can right. keep you in a situation in terms of a relationship because you you could feel as though you'll never be able to get any better or you're scared to be alone, but the you know second what I, but 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 the second sorry. that you that you feel <laughs> The second that you feel as though something ain't right, something ain't right. Mm-hmm. That's your true inner voice and your authentic voice saying you you need to take some self inventory 
and decide, yeah. you know, what the deal is. Now, how does that relate into your whole thing about? Uh, well, you know what? Giving- stop. You always ask me questions when I'm trying to follow up what you're saying with a thought, and then you just totally cut off the thought <laughs> I'm coming at you with, and you ask me a question, and you well, throw that's a problem. me off. Our minds are going 900 miles. I know. So that, what? So back to what you just said. You know what I I think that people need to build within themselves to get through all those crazy, nasty thoughts about whether this person is the one, whether this job is the one, whether the location you're at is the place you're going to be forever, is you need to build a strong interior so that you're brave enough to make a mistake, I think. So you need to, to build the confidence as an individual to know that if this job doesn't work out, it's all good. Like you're going to be fine. You, you've built um, and programmed yourself to create other opportunities, whether it is other relationship opportunities or whether it's other job opportunities. I feel like people, not that they're weak, but I feel like they're very scared these days. Like I, you know what? It's like, I talk to my family and friends back home and they're, they're so like, how are you, how are you living in California? Like, how are all these things working? And I'm just like, I mean, you make it work. And if you're strong enough to figure out how to make it work because you want to live somewhere that you think you can, um, build an empire around, you do what you got to do. But there's a lot of trial and error that comes along with it for sure. And I think that you have to be okay with failing. I mean, we talk about that a lot on a lot of our shows is it's okay to fail. It's okay for a relationship not to be the one. And, and if you, if you are okay with that, then you're going to dive in full force. But then my question to you, Tony, cause this is where I'm a little gray right now is, am I always just going to be like, whatever, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Or am I ever going to be at a place where I'm like, I really want this to work, and if it doesn't work, I'm going to trip. The, the second, you think I'm not? The, the, the second that you create that as a priority in terms of uh, I really do want something to work, you're going to create opportunities to where it will work. The two, the two right. worst possible things that anybody can do is to subscribe to perfect or the one. First of all, there's no such thing as the one. And right. there's no such thing as perfect at all. But what happens? What happens when people subscribe to the one or perfect? They get into the situation where they're they're with somebody, and then what they do is it's confirmation bias, or uh, to where I don't know if, if you've heard that, and it happens a lot with the Trump idiots because what they'll do is they'll just if you try to back them into a corner with facts, they'll just hold on to those non facts even more tightly, and they'll create non facts around the non facts, and that's what mm-hmm. happens. It's a confirmation bias around the whole thing about perfect or the one. If you feel as though that's the case, you'll be in a situation to where the, you'll be in a relationship and it won't be great and you, and you know it won't be great. But if you have this notion that it's the one, you're going to try to sweep a lot of shit under the carpet and, and you'll put up a lot of crap in order for you to validate the fact to yourself that it's the one where it's not the one. And and right. I think that you do a really good job yourself at you're on the other side of the spectrum mm-hmm. because you do a great job at not subscribing to any of that stuff and just going day by day and experience right. by experience with the person in terms of you living your life on that day based upon the, you know what? And the thing is, is that you do that unselfishly. Because you're you're also involved with somebody, and you do have a shared experience, and it's not just about you fulfilling some sort of uh, thing for ego thing for you, and then you cast them aside like yesterday's you know yesterday's newspaper. 
Totally. But but what you do is but it's it's just about living in the moment. But there's a lot of people that don't do that because when you do subscribe to that whole thing about the one or perfect, you you try to hold on for dear life. And the one thing I use with my clients, the analogy is you remember that Chinese finger thing where you put your fingers mm-hmm. in the two parts and then you try to pull yeah. your fingers apart. Yeah, you got the, it like in and, and it gets tighter birthday parties. Yeah, yeah. There's you know a little crappy little. <laughs> Why birthday, were the Chinese? Gifts. What were they called? They were called like the Chinese, Chinese handcuffs. handcuffs. Yeah, Chinese handcuffs. And they were exactly. sold in ice cream man trucks. Exactly. They were in the yeah. You see, now you're more old school than you kids think you are. these days. Be careful with those ice <laughs> yeah, cream. Yeah, the ice man cream trucks. trucks. Back because in the day, I know. They used back to be in the day, but back people, in the day when no, I look yeah. back, I'm like, they were totally slanging. Yeah. Well, totally. yeah. Right? Yeah. That's it. Well, it was like it was like um, uh, Cheech and Chong. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had the what was the one where they had the ice cream? No, it doesn't matter. Anyway, they had the, the 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 Chinese handcuffs where you put your fingers in there, and then the more you pull them apart, the tighter it gets around there. So I mean, that's a whole. The the harder you try, the harder it is to break off of that. So the the key is is to not subscribe to the one or perfect, and to understand that if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. Period. Right. And I try and it's, to, and a I'm lot working of it ha- with comes a few clients timing. right now trying to explain that to them, but it's hard, you know, and I'm learning a lot as I get more clients. Um, I'm learning a lot about how to guide them to their revelation as opposed to what works for me. And that's why I come up with all these crazy topics because I'm like, whoa, I've never thought about it like that. So I love my clients. They teach me more about myself every day than I ever thought I would learn. And then that's when I can come to you and be like, help me. What, you know, who am I? So I love that our listeners, I've gotten a lot of feedback that they love our show because it's like a I mean, I totally school you on a lot of things too, but well, it's kind of like every a coaching day. session with um, <laughs> the shit that we're going through, you know? Yeah. No, no, no. We, uh, but, but it's like anything. The more you find, you find your tribe and you circle yourself with your tribe. And what happens is what your tribe expands you as well as you expanding them. That, that's, that's the key and the sign of a good tribe is the fact you have yeah. people, people around you that don't drag you down. And they're not keeping you into a static environment. They help you to expand. They ask you questions. They challenge you. We challenge each other all the fucking time. I don't yeah, agree I with you on a lot people, of stuff, but that's what yeah. you—that's what you need with the people that challenge you, uh, because you know that 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 inherently they're doing it for the right reasons. They're not doing it to drag you down or to cut you down yeah. at the knees. And that's, so I think a couple things on like the topic is how you know you should give a fuck is when you meet someone or you you start a job that really challenges you and it really like my clients challenge the fuck out of me so i know that it's right and i know that i should give a fuck about the conversations i'm having with them because every time i walk out of a session i'm a better person and i'm a more in tune person with another type of human Mm -hmm. so i think that when it comes to relationships that's how you should think is like that's when you should give a fuck about this person is when you're really benefiting from the time that you spend with them. Pay attention to that. If you leave and you're like drained or if you leave and you're like, God, I didn't get anything out of that. That's that's when you know that maybe this isn't something that is going to be long term or that you should really put all your eggs in that basket. Plus it's all context, right? Two Lux. I mean, you know, I mean, it's all context. It, th- there could be a chance that you could meet somebody that's amazing and they're just, and you, and y- you guys stimulate each other and it, and you make 
yourself better people. But for some reason or another, timing wise, it just doesn't work. Uh, I mean, that happens a lot. And so the key is, is to understand that if it doesn't jive, if it doesn't flow, then just you have to just it's like it's like it's like meditation practice. Meditation practice uh, teaches you to just just to let things go. Just to let, if they don't, fit, they might fit in context. I mean, if you guys were in a little bit of a different spot, both of you guys, then it would work. But if it doesn't, then you just need to let it go. It doesn't diminish the value of that person or what they contributed to your life or vice totally. versa. But what it does is it, it, it empowers you to have a level of understanding that your life is what it is. And the more you get used to letting stuff go that doesn't work for you, even though you think it should, which is the mm-hmm. worst, but that's that perfect thing. And that's that yeah. the one thing, the should thing. It's all bullshit because there's nothing that should. It's a matter of context. So, and the thing is, is that a perfect job could be a perfect job for, I don't know, a couple of years. And that's not a perfect job anymore. Right. I mean, and it's the all, same thing with the relationship. Yeah, and that, Because and, and, I think the person that you're with, they need to be at a similar they need to be at a running at a similar pace that you are. You can't, I mean, it was a perfect example with my ex-boyfriend is like, he wasn't r- running up, running with the pace I was. I mean, he wasn't running at all. <laughs> Just kidding. He was smoking. A well, I mean, you know, That's rude. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cut that out. But I'm saying the person you date, um, determine straight up, straight up. If you are committed in dating this person wholeheartedly, the person that you date determines the pace your life will flow because if you want to give a fuck in that situation, then you're going to go either at their pace or you're going to go faster well, to catch up with their pace. But it can't be too far ahead and it can't be too far behind because that shit isn't going to work. Yeah, and that's kind of well, when while. you get into casual relationships. It's like right. I could be into a casual relationship. That's what I'm saying. I could be into a casual relationship with someone who I know I don't have a future with, but I have fun with at that moment. And that's me not yeah. giving a fuck. Right. But then I could also be in a dope relationship with someone with someone who is on a similar um, page that I am. And that's when I give a fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's when, and, that's and when, you, and you if it doesn't work out, know. it hurts a little. Exactly. And that the la- yeah. the prior one is like, if it doesn't work out, I'm cool because I'm, I'm just mm-hmm. going to continue to move forward. And the hurts a little thing. It is also kind of a misnomer too, because you know, a, a loss inherently is going, you're going to go through your grieving process in any particular loss. Especially if it means something and if you've opened yourself up because, you know, we all have layers and we have that that soft, you know, I always call it the Cadbury egg core. It's just this soft, gooey core that we all have. And the ego, what the ego does is it builds up layers around that of protective hard candy around that. Yeah. But if you but if you allow somebody to get into that soft, gooey layer, then if that ends, that's going to mean more. It's going to be more impactful to you than somebody that you just date and, you know, go uh, do a booty call once in a while. But you're so, only going to let them into that soft, gooey core, no pun intended, right? if you give a fuck. Right, exactly. <laughs> so if you do give a fuck and then that's what happens. But that's that's when that's when you say, well, okay, well, then it this one hurts because it, it ended and I actually opened myself up because I anticipated things to go to take me in a different direction and take me into an, a more expansive direction in regards to relationships or whatever the case may be. And it didn't. And that happens. Right. And as a older person, that happened. Mm. That has happened quite a bit. And uh, the one, the the one, thank you. And the one thing that I have learned throughout my low these many years on this earth is the fact that you can't uh, get out. I mean, you can't 
dodge it. It's going to happen. Um, it, it Well, I mean, it won't happen if you just sit in your room and play video games. But if you want to go out there and live and, and have relationships and have people be a part of your life and to do that, it will happen because people kind of, you know, it's like ships that pass in the night type of a thing. You could have just, I've had just insane connections with women, insane connections. And you think this is perfect. But then something happens and you're and it just doesn't work out and you're like yeah. why 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 has not you didn't why didn't see this, that coming why? and and there's there's actually a couple to i still to this day say why didn't that fucking work out why really uh, to, so you to didn't this day see. wow this day, that's yes. interesting because yes. usually with me it's like i've dated guys that didn't work out but I, when I look back at why it didn't work out, it's c- kind of clear as day. I'm like, I didn't know. I, I mean, I can look back now at probably every single guy I dated and, and I could have called it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's yeah, where I'm at the point that's... in my life where those things kind of hinder me from yeah. fully diving in. Cause yeah. I'm like, shit. I mean, there are times that I thought, that I thought I was right, but I kind of knew I wasn't right, but I continued to go with the flow because it mm-hmm. felt good and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, of of course, I'm always right. So I think that... Of course, you're always right, I think right, that Les. sometimes... I want my listeners to understand that, yes, we preach, pay attention to your intuition, but on the same same end of things is don't let your intuition get in the way of you just having a good time and getting to know another human and learning from someone completely different or, or, you know, completely different than you. Yeah. And, and, and again, that's overthinking the room and you guys do a really good job at that. And that's, <laughs> you, guys. Again, you guys, you, you millennial, you millennial people. Uh, and also you the, now, and now it's the Gen Z's because they're, they're, they're coming up Damn, now. Damn. I know that's and, and they're being a part of the, of the process, but I'm just, just from a millennial standpoint, but that's, but you know, the thing is, is that if you, if you look at it and I always look back onto relationships that I've had, I value relationships that I've had. And I think, uh, that was amazing. And I cherished those times and I, yeah. and they, they're not diminished at all because they ended. It would just, it just was one of those things where it was, it just kind of, everything kind of came together at that time and it was amazing. And it was a great experience because when it comes down to it, when you're, when you're lying in that hospital bed at the end of the, of your trip here, you're going to look yeah. back and you're not going to look at your bank account. You're going to look at your experiences. Yeah, and all the stuff that you've experienced, and all the people that you've been a part of their lives, and vice versa. And well, hopefully you will. That's the that's why well, well, that's, I think I, anybody that's listening to this, that I guarantee you that that that's the case. That's because how they'll think if it. you're sitting there, you know, yelling at at your neighbors to get off your lawn already, you know, <laughs> at, at at thirty, then you're fucked anyway, and you're not listening to this. This, this is totally. about this. The only people that come to us to, as clients and the only people that uh, go out there and try to expand and, and read self-help books and, and, and get involved and are activists and, and listen to good, po- good, good podcasts like this one mm-hmm. are the ones that want to expand and they want to do something and they want to create value and they want to find their value. They want to find where, what their, you know, what their vein is and, and what their flow is and they want to move forward and do something with that. And that's the whole point in us doing this. Is to is to assist somebody into finding that and moving forward. And and if they have any questions or if they have any bumps in the road, like the 
the give a fuck thing like you're talking about tonight, then I think that's an important consideration that needs to be addressed. And and that's why I'm glad that you brought that up. And I think for a lot of millennials my age, I go through, um, I was having this conversation with my roommate is like, I've gone through breakups before back in the day where it wasn't, it wasn't anything, you know? It was just like, yeah, fuck, sure. this didn't work out. Okay, sure. let me get out of here. Like, let me find my own place. I'm going to start dating. Like, it's it's cool. I'm good. But I was younger. And then it's like I did recently go through a breakup where it was a little bit harder, but that was because of um, it was more emotional on the other end. Like, I was like, fuck, I, you know, I'm hurting this dude's feelings. It was more me being mm-hmm. empathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it wasn't, it wasn't life altering on my end yeah you but know? it's getting there and so exactly so then now <laughs> as like someone a step my in that age, direction so in my head yeah. i'm like as uh-huh. i've said on other podcasts is like every relationship i get in is better than the last because mm-hmm. i know more about myself than i did before mm-hmm. but oh, when it comes to the give a fuck stage i slowly feel myself being like okay all my stars are aligned i'm doing shit i'm really creating i'm really like building this empire now it's like even more important for me to spend my time more wise or with with a certain person you know like i can't be wasting my time with um people that i don't give a fuck about right so now it's even more like cool well the pond has less fish in it because the fish have to be like fatty beautiful rainbow fish as opposed to just kind of seeing what i could get well isn't that quality over quantity anyway i mean isn't it yeah totally it's cool though i mean mean, i'm just saying it's cool to really be hyper aware of this transition in my life and then also another thing i wanted to bring up was it's crazy how decisions I made five years ago were another thing that it was kind of like, I'm just going to make this decision. Maybe I won't think too much about it. It might be a little stressful, but I'm just going to make it. And now it's like decisions I make right now can really alter where my future will be in two, not even five years, in two to three years. Mm -hmm. So now when I bring all those things into consideration, I bring a possible life partner. I bring a possible job that I'll be at forever or or a possible, you know, location I will buy a house in. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's shit millennials are going through right now. And these decisions mm-hmm. are very detrimental as opposed to my decisions five years ago when I was just figuring out what neighborhood I wanted to live in because I wanted to be able to walk to the best parties. Right. You know what I mean? And being hyper aware of those things is super important for our listeners and that's what i want to create is i just want to create more awareness so that again like i always say we walk down the street and everyone that we're passing and everyone we're encountering and chatting with and the energy we're around are all super hyper aware human beings yeah that are going through the same shit that may be going through a possible breakup or maybe jumping into their their forever relationship and they're stressing out about the same shit but they're okay and they're confident and they're just like doing it you mm-hmm. know Exactly. And that's what it comes down to. And then the, and the fact of the matter is, is that all that stuff, that that's just a part of, you know, ex- experience and living more days on earth because yeah. we all, we all go it's through the same, we all go through the same stuff. We all go through yeah. the same stuff. It's a matter of, of, are you, 
do you want to dial into the intricacies of it? Do you want to see more layers? If you want to see more layers, you can. If you don't, you don't have to. And that and that's right. totally apparent in what's happening now in the political environment as well. Because oh if you want to see layers and you want to understand how things connect to each other, then you can. And you understand that a lot of things are more important than a lot of people think that they are. Or you can be an idiot and you can say that, you know, okay, this is what matters. You can be very linear and say, just just keep it here and this is what matters and it's all about me and all that. And you can do that crap and uh, and and keep yourself in a small bubble. Right. But, but that's so wanna, those aren't the people leave- that we're talking to. Right. No, of course not. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish they would listen to our fucking podcast. Yeah, they, well, they won't. They won't. And that's a whole other show because then you have to talk about, you know, how, how ready to change are you? Mo- we have to talk most about like being a good fear. human. Most of it comes from fear. Yeah. I mean, that's, right. Yeah. Let's give our listeners a few tips on how to explore the give a fuck stage appropriately and not Let's. freak out, but also not um, go too far and overthink the room. Go for it. You go first. Oh, no. No, you please, please. Okay. So (laughs) a couple of my tips are to explore whether it's a job or a relationship, explore without ultimatums. You can't jump into a job that you think is dope, but you're a little scared of the dopeness of the job and immediately be like, cool. Well, in a month or in two months, we better be here for me to um, continue sitting in this cubicle or whatever it would be in a relationship. Explore it. As it comes, don't think too much about it. Don't overthink the room and be like, okay, it's been two months. You know what I mean? And we have, you know, haven't met the parents or he hasn't gave me a toothbrush at his house or whatever. Like, don't think too much about it. Just go with the flow. Because if you feel that little intuition saying you do kind of give a fuck, it's a different feeling than you felt before, then just go with it. Um, I also want to say get to know if you're at this give a fuck stage, if you're at, at the stage where you've already been through all the all the um, selfish relationships where you're just kind of like, M- I'm more important. My job is more important. My life is my lifestyle is more important. If you feel that if you feel the change um, and the step forward, then I would say get to know the shit out of this person or get to know the shit out of this job and where it may take you. Like, do the research. Not in a creepy way. Like, don't go hide in a bush and watch, like, the movement <laughs> go on. But, like, do the research. Because it's like, I wouldn't buy a car without doing hella research. I wouldn't agree to a contract job without doing hella research. I wouldn't agree to be someone's girlfriend without doing hella research. Take your time and do the research and don't think that that's creepy. I think that a lot of people are worried to overwhelm a potential significant other with questions or with honesty, but don't be afraid. You got to do what you got to do. I don't give a fuck if I come off abrasive. I need to know these things to know if I want to move forward or if I want to quote unquote give a fuck. And this just takes me into my last one is like, just be honest. You can't try to be who you want to be for this person. Because like we always say, if you come into a relationship or a job inauthentic, that person is immediately going to call bullshit if they're an aware human. And then if they're not an aware human, why the fuck would you want to be with them anyways? So if you can like kind of pull a fast one on them, that's, that's enough notice right there that this isn't the person or the job for you. Oh, is that it? That's good. (laughs) You might drop there. I was, I wasn't, I wasn't waiting for that. 
Uh, I looked at the clock and I, it's like 7.38 and I'm like, shit, I'm tipsy. Oh, see, already. Yeah, you and your Tito's. There, there's a lot of layers to this. The, the one thing that I have to say is, is that being a millennial, you're, you're going to think that you have an indication in terms of what you really want. And that will change because you think you, you do know what you want and it's valid. And let's just say it's just comes from your true self voice right now. Either it's in a relationship with a certain person or it's at a job or it's not at the job that you're at and you want something different or it's not with a person that you're with because you want to be with something to somebody different or uh, alone that will change. You're going to find that your attitudes, your preferences, the character traits, uh, who you are, all that stuff will continue to morph and continue to change. Now, it'll change either expansively if you continue to work on yourself or it will go to an implosion thing and it will go into a smaller bubble if you continue to be more protective of yourself and you're scared. Right. You're scared of getting hurt. You're scared of rejection. You have a fear thing. Then it'll be a smaller bubble. But if you just kind of open yourself up, which I'm hoping that most of the people that listen to this are going to are on the process of opening themselves up, then they're yeah, going to be confident. Th- right. Th- th- that they're going to be. And understand when you're confident and you're open, you are vulnerable. There's it's no beautiful. way around it. I literally it's just big, felt an emotion. It's the big V. And I don't feel emotions. Right? I was like, gosh, I hope that people listening really feel comfortable with being vulnerable. You have to. That's a, you have to. It's the biggest deal when it comes to anything. It's like being honest and open about not having to right. be the tough guy all the time and not having to put up this tough exterior is like such a good feeling. And nobody nobody thinks that it's a good feeling. People think No, it's uncomfortable because, well, and that goes against instinct because instinct is, is that you have to be, uh, it's self-preservation. And so you're literally going against that small piece of your brain called the amygdala back here in the back. And, but if you do that, then you're going to find that, that life will open up to you. And as, as weak as you think that that makes you look, it really doesn't make you look weak because people respect the fact that you're being honest and, and, and and to kind of circle around and to, and, and to put a bow on this whole thing, you guys are going to change your minds. You guys are going to, you're going to want something now and you're not going to want something later. You're going to want some, you're going to not want something now and you're going to want something later. That's kind of how it is. And the, and the fact of the matter is, is it, it's a messy thing. And yeah. and understand that. But if it's you and it's coming from the core of who and, you but, are as a human, no one can come at you in any in any negative way. And that's the key. And, and in regards to relationships, if you get in, if you get into something, I guarantee it. If if you be, if you're honest with yourself, you, you're going to know the reasons why you're in it. Are you in it just because you wanted to, you know, that th- you thought she was super hot, and you just want to fuck her for a while, and then just totally. you know talk? Then you're going to know that. If you're in it because you have certain feelings for a person, then you're going to know that too. And you're going to work through it. And if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. It doesn't make it any easier because you're going to come up against that stuff and you're going to get rejected and it's going to feel like shit and you're going to eat eight gallons of ice cream and you're going to watch, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, dirty dancing or love actually or whatever the, the hell you're going to do. But the thing is, is that don't shy away from those experiences because all of those experiences, all the shitty ones, as well as the fun ones and the, and the graduation and, uh, actually getting, you know, having a, a new relationship or getting a new job or getting a promotion, all that crap. All that stuff is, is all the bad Built stuff off of those. It, 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 it all is. And the fact of the matter is, is that when you look back and I, and I can do that right now, even from, from my perspective, even the lousy times, even the total travesties, even the dumpster fire failures that I had 
I actually look mm-hmm. back and, and I go, all right, I kind of needed that at that time. Yeah. Or, or, or I know why that that happened. So why not just be open to just what is rather than right. try, rather than trying to force your hand in, in terms of your life being great in every turn, because your life isn't going to be great every, at every turn. If you try to force that, you're going to be massively disappointed. And that's where depression comes in. Yeah. And that's when, you know, people start picking up self-help books and looking for answers, but they never follow through on shit. Right. So if you start to feel uncomfortable and you start to feel like you're in a situation that you need a little bit advisement in, email me at Lexi at crucialawareness.com. Wow, there's a or transition. Hit up Tony because he's the man. <laughs> Where can they reach you? javabud.com you can find the videos and the podcast. The Surrounded by Idiots book will be out uh, by the end of uh, of 2017. So be excited. I know, That's right? Awesome. I'm working I'm, on, so I'm, I'm working on my back cover, which apparently is a very difficult thing to do, uh, which I'm doing. Now I'm also doing videos, so it's <laughs> going to be like an audio visual thing to where you cool. can you can buy the book and you, you you also have videos to go along with it. So that's what I'm doing. I'm so stoked. So that's going to happen. Gonna awesome. uh, but you can find all of our stuff there, as well as the videos of our podcast. Hi, we we are doing videos of the podcast. We cheers earlier. Cheers. We we did we did cheers. Are you empty? I am. Wednesdays. But I'll have to open it up later. Uh, but uh, they will. They are also on javabud.com, J-A-V-A-B-U-D.com. You can also, you know, comment or you know, we I get random comments here and there about <laughs> weird shit. I know from people, but it's okay. It's all right. So and also SoundCloud, mm-hmm. Stitcher, iTunes. Uh, that's wh- that's where you can see the podcast. Uh, we really enjoy the podcast because we get a chance to just kind of vamp, uh, whereas we mm-hmm. don't get to do that in blogs. And then, and when we work with certain clients, it's only with the client themselves. And so that's why this is such a great avenue to be able to express certain things that we come across. Yeah, it's dope. Because if we work with clients, it's more like I said, it's more like guiding them to their um, specific. With, it's when specific I'm here, kind of I'm like, client. no, this is how you should do things, motherfuckers. Think like this. Life will be rad. But you yeah, get ma- it. maybe not. <laughs> You get the point. All right. Thanks for listening. I'm going to go enjoy the rest of my hump day. Good for you. And (laughs) you guys do the same. Peace out. Peace out. Oh, I got the last word on that one.